0: You're
1: listening to Garbage Hill,
0: one week's first podcast network, GarbageHillNetwork.com. Hey, we're Future Kids, and you're listening to Witch Police Radio.
2: You're about to hear our new single White Girl in a Wu-Tang shirt, and it's uh it's pretty good. It is...
3: Welcome to Witch Police Radio. I'm your regular host, Sam, here again with Sidekick Ryan.
4: Yo, I'm not wearing socks. No, you're not. <laughs> no, nearly November, no socks. But we're indoors. Wow, well,
3: we weren't. Did you have socks on in the car? No, well, no. I didn't take <laughs> Did them off when I arrived. I had shoes on. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, good. so Ryan does with no socks, and we are here with three fourths, three quarters of Future Kids. And uh, Future Kids have been on the show before last year. I'm not even sure what month it was, but it was. About About a year ago. Probably around this time, I think, yeah. yeah. And the lineup is very different, and only one of the three people here has actually been on the show before. (laughs) So we'll get into that in a second, but just so people can put names to the voices, let's just go around the circle with the three of you and identify yourself and the instrument you play, and then we'll go from there. Cool.
2: I'm Nicholas, and I play bass guitar. I'm Paul, and I play the guitar.
0: I'm Kaylee, and I play the synth, and I'm also not wearing any socks, so don't feel so bad, Ryan. There we go.
3: All right. <laughs> so okay. <laughs> so <it>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to. <laughs> is there something wrong? with that? No, no. no. <laughs> I feel like I need to say something about socks, but I don't remember what to say. No, we just leave the socks alone now. All right. All right. Forget about the socks. Okay. So, like I said a few seconds ago, um, the lineup is drastically different, and maybe that's a good place to start because, I mean, last you're four piece still, but yep. like half the band has switched over to new members, and, I mean, just new instruments involved too, right? So yeah. What I mean, I don't know if there's any kind of contentious anything with the band members, <laughs> but what can you say about what happened? I, I'm not sure what what happened. It's to it's
2: a pretty good story, and I mean, I'm not gonna go into like graphic detail or anything, but we were <laughs> <laughs> no, it was uh, about about a year ago. We uh, we released an EP. It was yeah. our first EP, and we had our release show, and then a week later, we sat down to have band practice, and the singer and guitar player informed the drummer and I that they were not going to be in the band anymore Okay, and that they were going to go do their own thing and that we could keep the name if we wanted to, because I had actually come up with the name and I had written, you know, all the songs in the EP and stuff. So I was like, oh, that's fair. Yeah. Thank you for <laughs> letting me keep my own band yeah. name. Um, and, but the, the really, the sore spot was that we had spent like three or four months, like we had like a dozen songs that we couldn't play anymore because right. the, the singer had written those songs Um, so we basically had to start from scratch and we had made a music video right before that and there was a song called Merit Badge that had a synth part in it and Kaylee showed up and we put her in the video Okay. (laughs) and just by like sheer, and Kaylee and I used to play in a band called Merch Table Delight and so when those guys quit and I was like, I went and I bought a Moog synthesizer and I was like, do you want to be in Future Kids and she was like, yep. (laughs) <laughs> and that was pretty much how it went and then we jammed a little bit we played with some different guitar players and then I kept trying to like coax Paul I'd go for breakfast and hang out and go to concerts with Paul and be like we should jam, we should jam and ZZ Top yeah so I, ZZ top? I got him really yeah, drunk at ZZ Top I was great. I love ZZ Top that the one story got
4: him drunk at ZZ Top here we are. Yeah. yeah.
2: And uh, yeah, and so I'd say that was maybe in January or so when Paul first jammed with us and yep. so we've all been the band is about two years old and for about a year of it it's been like Kaylee and Ian and okay. I and then with Paul. So it's we basically formed a new band and with a lot of all new songs we wrote this. It was basically like a, a trick these guys into like making a record. <laughs> is what I was like, let's demo. And
3: it did happen very fast, but it was fun. Yeah. So was keeping the name just kind of out of stubbornness because you'd done all this work up to that point, pretty much. Or? Yeah.
2: I mean, we. You know, I was pretty proud of that first EP yeah. and those songs on it. It's a good it, EP. And it, thanks, man. And we did. Uh, you know, like I, I like the songs, and uh, we, yeah, we put a lot of work into it and getting it out to you know campus stations across yeah, yeah. the country and playing shows under that name. And you know, I, I like the name, so we still do some of those songs, but we have a lot of new songs. So
3: cool. Yeah. So uh, for the, I guess for the two of you. Um, how how was that getting? into that? I mean, it <laughs> seems like he kind of just roped you into being part of the part of the project. Like, I mean, did you had, were were yeah. you interested in, in the band before you became members? Had you oh yeah like I, you were fans of, of what he was doing? What, not just he what you were first. doing, but what they were doing, I guess. And... You go first.
0: Uh yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, uh yeah, Nick and I were in. Merch Table, which had originally just started as Nick, and then he sort of broke me into that one, too. (laughs) Um, Playing, just like jamming in his apartment back in the day, playing Glock and whatever, and we both didn't really know what we were doing. And then, uh, I still don't know what I'm doing, and um, then it just sort of turned into a band. I literally don't remember how we just sort of roped a bunch of people into it who aren't.
2: Merch what? table delight was seven or eight people yeah. at any given time. Whoever yeah. was in the room was oh, yeah. like, yeah. pick up a guitar.
0: And like, yeah. usually only like half of them were actually like quote unquote musicians or like had like <laughs> studied their instruments. Right. So, um, that's sort of how that happened And then that broke up, Um, we had uh, a bit of a rough patch, which is actually really funny because I was reminded on Facebook today that (laughs) you and I have been Facebook friends for two years as of today, which is hilarious (laughs) because we've been friends for like... what, eight? Eight years? But then, years then we from, had our big falling well, yeah, so, and then officially, on Facebook. so officially <laughs> we've been friends on Facebook again for the second time for two years. So, so we've been friends for two years again, apparently. But yeah,
2: like, Kaylee was the best man at my wedding. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, so, so we're right. good, we're good. Yeah,
0: we good. I thought it was really funny. <laughs> well, when it's become that came,
3: official when Facebook says it, right? Well, you
0: yeah. I, I, li- I just, I had forgotten about that as well. So when it came up today, I was like, oh yeah, that happened. That is pretty funny. Yeah, right?
1: so,
0: uh, yeah. And then... I mean, I'd gone to their shows and listened to their stuff, so uh, obviously supported him as a friend, and yeah. definitely had been missing music in my life for that that break. So when he asked me to and gave me this shiny new toy to play with, it was like, <laughs> hell, why not? So and I was here, I am, and we're
2: jamming, and like I was just singing by default, and then one day we got like a proper PA, and then I could hear her singing. Okay. I was like shit why am i singing when you're a much better singer than me cuz she was just singing back right. and so that was yeah the real plan was to get the male female harmonies and stuff and yeah Paul and Kaylee sing lead on on just about everything back and forth so
3: and that's very different from what you were doing before
2: i mean yeah it was a uh, it was very like it sounded kind of like the national or joy division y like gareth was you know a very I don't know what's the best way to describe it? we kept calling him the voice of a sweet baby angel Yeah, and yeah he has a really distinct voice too like yeah. the voice play. of yeah. the gerber
0: baby
5: or <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah so it's just like it's it's different styles but like we can still do those songs and have them be interesting because i don't know anyone can sing them i guess cool
6: so okay. yeah I, I also like i used to go to their shows and stuff like that and i played with a couple other bands and then yeah nick had me come it's paul <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to hang out.
7: I think uh, we established you too early
3: earlier. And
6: I am wearing socks. <laughs> and uh, they have flamingos on them. But yeah, so I came over. It was like, was it February or March?
2: Yeah, maybe. Like, we started demoing in March. January, it was like the third practice you, you started demoing.
6: It. Yeah, that was, it was, it was really fast. So we started playing some of the other stuff, but then...
2: Yeah. because v- v- well, v- you were yeah. like i just want to show up and play guitar and then all of a I sudden you're that. like i, I want to be, i want to be writing songs and then you're
0: like i wrote this song Yeah. let's try it because like
2: Paul, paul had a band called hey pilgrim for a long time okay he's a really great songwriter and i, I don't know that's oh. very nice of you. yeah man no you are and i'm like you know i like writing songs but i also like Freshies. bringing in the <laughs> friends to write yeah yeah other songs and so it was very important to like get like Ian wrote a song for the new record as well the drummer and Kaylee wrote a song for this and Paul wrote Paul and I kinda split the other songs and yeah I just want a lot of voices and not just one voice
3: was it just you on the first EP yeah I wrote I wrote
2: those lyrics yeah and I actually like recorded the vocals and then we decided because the record was very poppy and I'm not the strongest singer and so that was when we brought in Gareth to do those vocals and so
3: yeah but yeah, I do I do one song on our new record but they do better. So <laughs> cool. Well, I don't think I I don't, I don't know if I mentioned this last time we had you on but like when I First heard of your band? I'm not sure where. Probably in the internet somewhere. <laughs> uh, you know that's where you hear of everybody, right? and Like I don't go to shows much anymore, so it's probably the internet. But I oh, remember thinking, "Oh yeah, Future Kids is. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna like this based on the name. I don't know what it was. like, <laughs> I was like The name's all lower. Jeez. It's all lowercase. I don't These know if I'm gonna like this. From like... the future. Yeah. <laughs> what is this gonna be? It's like some indie rock thing. I don't know. And then I listened to it, and like I really liked that EP a lot. Like it's, Thanks, you know, I, I think I, I may have said this before, but it's like one of my favorite EPs by a local band of the past year. Uh-huh. And um, so I mean. I'm glad you guys are still a thing. I'm glad it's, it's still happening. I'm excited to hear your new record. Um and we can talk about that in a minute, but if someone has listened to this show before, the way it works is we have a randomly generated theme word. I just press a button on the computer, it gives us a word, and that sort of dictates the flow of the conversation, but not really. But we pick <laughs> we pick songs based on the word anyway. So the word that came up this time was mixing, which is uh, you know, it's a bit unusual, I guess, but um I think that being music there's a lot of ways you could take mixing thing, so does anyone want to start with a song choice? Yours
6: is good, Paul. So I was thinking, yeah, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> so mixing, this is kind of weird, but uh, it made me think of Weezer's Pinkerton. Okay. Yeah, half Japanese girls. Okay. Yeah. So like I, I mixed just, race? Just, yeah, mixed mix race. All right. Right? And then I, so I thought of El Scorcho. Okay. And uh, it's so like that was just first, it started playing in my head.
3: Cool. Yeah. Let's check that out. loser yeah what what that come out like 96 97 that song 96 like, yeah yeah, yeah that was, that was a good album I really as like i recall it. i haven't listened to it in probably five years at least maybe i, I just know. love the on the opening song
2: tired of sex the way that the, the drums sound like trash cans yeah it's pretty cool because they like
3: self-produced
2: after working with rico casick and i don't know anyways i always like how just hollow and shitty
3: they sound i think it's weird that they're still banned i think i know i mean i know everybody does that nowadays they just go on forever but it's it's weird because they're not good well, anymore.
4: They definitely had a moment, and that moment seems like it's. This know. was that was the oh, l- yeah, end of it. Mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. But somehow they, and it seems like every time I hear about a new album, it seems like a joke. Like you see the album cover or something, and something ridiculous. Yeah, it's way farther away
4: from what they like. You know, like the decent sound they had yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. Just like what the fuck? But the they're guys? serious. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. But I don't know. I mean, they're making money, I guess. <sighs> I guess. <laughs> it was
0: like after Rivers did those two solo The albums,
3: solo records really? are good. Are they
2: good? Yeah. Yeah, because it's just like stuff that he recorded over the years. And it's oh, like... so
3: there's some from that era when he was actually making yeah. songs. Yeah.
2: yeah, and like the rock
3: opera that the Weezer never put out and stuff like that. But... Yeah, I don't know. It seemed like one of those bands is going to, maybe they already do this, but it's going to end up playing like casinos and you know, <laughs> I and say, cruises things like a, that Like, well, a, they do a cruise, they do, they do a cruise yeah. but not that kind of cruise like doing the, the shitty cruises you know where it's like yeah. them and some other washed up band no one's ever heard of and Striper yeah know, maybe not even Striper level <laughs> I don't know but that was a good choice for mixing. I mean, uh, I'm glad you went that way them. with the whole, like, mixed race thing. You could have gotten a lot of noise. <laughs> 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 it's kind of random. Yeah. That's the good thing about the pop, show, it. though, is the, the theme thing, is it makes people think, and sometimes they don't think, and sometimes they think, like, too much about it, and usually you end up with good stuff. But uh, you guys have a record coming out, and that's kind of why we're here, right? I mean, uh, we, we have a record? Out. Well, an album. I don't know, I don't know what <laughs> format you're putting I call it a record. Yeah. I don't know what format you're doing it, but, yeah, what can you tell me us about the new album? What do you want to talk about? Well, first of all, I guess, what, <laughs> what's it called? When's it coming out? It would be the, the um, big, big two, I guess. Yeah, Nick. It's, it's called... <laughs> it's called Paul's Record.
2: Um, it's called This Is Everything. Polymus Prime. Polymus Prime. <laughs> <laughs> the hardest thing, cause I just gave it the working title of This Is Everything? And everyone was just like, eh, that's good enough. <laughs> like, that's literally how we named it, because I just wanted to give it a name in my iTunes other than future kids 2015 oh yeah um it's also
6: after a song though too yeah there's it, a song an impromptu song that like, kind of just popped there was this part.
2: moment we did the record in uh well the record's called this is everything and it's 13 songs and it's not a record out. It's a, well, <laughs> uh, the full length is called oh, this God. is everything and it's coming on november uh 20th with a show on november 21st okay. at the windsor hotel with aster greek riots and bunny cool. we're all awesome and good friends of ours and that's the most important thing is yeah just playing with our friends and having a good night um but the record we started i guess hey, we, we kind of like just started demoing what we had and realized that hey we could because we did the ep which came out last year just in the basement in a day and well not the we tracked the drums and the the bass in a day and then blah 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 but the, uh, we did, we did four songs back in March and then we like, cause we weren't really playing shows because we were becoming a new band because right. we were writing all these songs. And so we were like, let's just document everything. And if it turns into an EP or full length or whatever, like whatever works as something, then we'll, we'll put it out. And then we went to my family cabin in June, yeah. I think. Yeah. And, um, we knocked out like seven songs in two and a half days. Cool. And uh, one of the songs, This Is Everything, was like, it was, we'd set up, we'd run through the songs, like, just to refresh ourselves, and then it started, like, torrential downpour, so we're like, we can't record right now, and I was like, if we can't record, maybe let's write something new in this time, because I'm, like, I'm a total fucking taskmaster, <laughs> and I, these guys are like, let's just lay around and enjoy being <laughs> yeah. the cabin, and I'm like, no, we have to be productive 100% of the time, because... I'm an asshole. got <laughs> struck by lightning. That's why he's not here. Yeah, he died tragically. <laughs> it's like in the great outdoors.
6: 66 times.
3: Well, I saw that little documentary that you guys made about the recording of it and uh, it looks, I mean, you said it's a family cabin. It looks like a very professional thing. Like you have the names of the studios and everything you go to. <laughs> it seemed very legit. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I mean, not that there's anything illegitimate about being at a cabin to record. A lot of people do that. It's actually yeah. a good good idea to go but um yeah you made it seem very uh that's all I am yeah very professional mm-hmm. <laughs> well yeah like we just set we up the makeshift studio at the cabin
2: and uh you know recorded away and yeah like I Ian brought a camera I brought two cameras and I just set up cameras on tripods oh, cool. and like handed it off when you know someone's sitting there I'm like here take a camera shoot Ian playing drums or whatever and so yeah because I think that documenting the process is is just fun and important too and, yeah then you can look back on it when you're an old man who never made it as a musician.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess it can help to promote it too. Yeah. Yeah. You get the word out that their album's coming and people who haven't heard you can get get a glimpse. Yeah. Yeah. People like to, I like, I like to show how you can make
2: something for no money. Yeah. Right. And it's as simple as just like rent some drum mics and go to a cabin or go to a warehouse or whatever. So yeah, we did it in three sittings at in, in this basement where We're recording this podcast right now and at the Family Cabin and then at Paul's Jam Space where Greek Riots actually made their last record, oh, too. Cool. Same jam okay. space, like who else is there? Mise the scene, and a bunch of people are in that jam there's space.
3: A few, a few different ones yeah, the Greek Riots album sounds pretty good, too. The, the, yeah, also, yeah, we've had them on the show a couple times, so. yeah, but so.
2: uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just uh, and then uh, yeah, I mixed it, I never mixed anything really, so I was googling a lot, and uh, yeah, and the same guy that mastered our record last year did that, and he's. Really good at what he does, and Bob's your uncle. Bob's your uncle. Or yeah. your dad, in my case. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was just, it was really, I, I just wanted to say, like, the most I wanted to, because I didn't just want to write all the songs because it's not cool to have just one point of view. Yeah. yeah. I, I really, like, Paul's a great songwriter, like I said. And ian, Ian's ian been in bands for, I'll speak for Ian because he's not here. He's been in bands Can you for. He's a different voice. <laughs> speak you, know, as he is. you know, I, uh,. <laughs> I, uh, I've i been in bands a long time. Uh, you know, I've been in Rainside and uh, and a bunch of other bands with uh, Jason Sisiwa. But, uh, you know, I, every time I ever wanted to write a song, uh, no one ever let me write a song. Keep
3: going. <laughs> <laughs> I almost wish you'd done that from the beginning. And be <laughs> I do that
2: with Lovey and impersonating you. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I, do, I just remember him saying to me, like, thank you for encouraging me to write a song because... Like, as a drummer, like, no one... Yeah, Yeah, usually that's the last person to write. But I know Ian's got, like, a lot of cool ideas, and he tells a lot of cool stories, and, like, he's got interesting different points of view than what we have, and... But, yeah, he he didn't sing the song, but he got Kaylee to sing it, and... Cool. I think it's a pretty sweet song, so...
3: And going back to what I I was saying was a record, and maybe it's not a record, but whatever you want (laughs) to call it, Uh, and this is the question that comes up every single time we do a podcast with anybody. What, What format are you putting it out in, and why? Well, um... It's on, it's on digital and on CD and
2: on, just like our first EP. I, I don't think that we're going to pay someone $400 to, to print 50 copies because I just showed you tonight what I made myself. Do you think that's good enough? Well, that's what
6: I did for my, when I made an EP a long time ago. Yeah. With like the, yeah, cutting everything out by hand and everything else like that. Yeah, I'll help you, man. Get some Gorilla
2: Glue. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. it would just make. It is, yeah. It's expensive. Well, that's yeah. the thing that
3: comes up every time because I mean, we talk to people on the show who are at you know various levels of success, I guess, in their music. But I mean, usually they're all around the same kind of very DIY recording, you know, in a basement or a cabin or whatever sort of thing. And it's interesting to see people's answers because be, every, everyone does digital, obviously, because that's kind of the way of the future or whatever you want to call it. But like, some people will shell out for vinyl. Some people are doing tapes. Some people are doing don't even want to bother with CDs because they don't think anyone listens to them. Like, what's your kind of
2: I just want to have something that people can take home at a show. Physical copy, yeah, right. And the easiest way, like, to get it in their hands, to get it on their iPods or their phones or whatever, is to give them a CD and then they can just, yeah, you know, dub that in and, and
3: right, toss so. the CD. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they they can
2: junk the CD if they want or whatever. But that's why we try to make cool handmade artwork and right. stuff like that, right. so that they actually care about it. I don't know. I mean, I'd love to press something on vinyl, but it's your it's a minimum spend of like twelve hundred. Yes, yeah, crazy. So. It's
3: prohibited for pretty much everybody who's not. Doing this full time, you're guess, gonna right?
2: unless you're touring and you know you're you're gonna have at least a hundred copies kicking around for the rest of your life. It would be cool, though. It would
3: be yeah. cool.
4: Yeah, Well, that's the dream, right? Have something on wax. Yeah, but yeah, then you have 100, 100 copies left. Yep.
3: Yeah, yeah. I'm sitting in a basement forever, and you yeah. can't yeah. sell them Christmas presents. For every you time, <laughs> time you move, you're
4: lugging that goddamn box around. Yeah, yeah, totally, yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. If we applied for a grant and went into like a real studio and paid someone like. The, the, my dream is to like pay someone like Chad Van Galen to right. work with and like have like a really cool experience and not just like you know I I, I bought a weekend with Steve Albini or whatever but to like actually have uh, an experience with somebody and then to be like okay this is we spent the money and the time and then yeah. you can have a, a proper physical representation of this and I'm not ever going to slag anyone who does that because it's fucking awesome and I love going to a show and getting a 7 inch yeah, or awesome. a 12 inch from somebody and me too. But, uh, yeah, like, I just... For the for the level that we do this at, we're not a touring band. Like, we play just every local bar, and that's fine with me. I'd love to go and tour, but I think that we're all people with... Real lives. ...jobs <laughs> and yeah. whatever, so...
3: So is this self-release then, this this one? It's... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we all used to be
2: involved in the No Label Collective. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. was uh, a dozen or so artists, and so we've kind of kept this... Uh, going is the diy thing and it's you know
6: yeah we kept working together anyways the wheels kind of came off (laughs) but yeah yeah it's all about making yours yeah if you like doing it yeah and that's like for me anyways i just like playing music
3: cool Okay, well, we're going to do another song. Um, I'm going to pick something just to keep things moving here with the mixing theme uh, because the hosts also select songs on this program. And uh, I had a bunch of ideas, and I was mostly thinking remixes because that's the first thing that came to mind with mixing. And I figured, like, I would play something that I haven't really played on the show much. And I, for people who listen to the show, know that I listen to ridiculous amounts of reggae music. Um, like, <laughs> <Yep>. you know, <laughs> pretty much every week I'm throwing something in there from, you know, some point uh, between, like, 1965 and today from Jamaica, I just always throw on the stuff in, because that makes up the biggest part of what I listen to. And something I haven't really played on the show is Ragga Jungle. And I, I never liked electronic music when I was growing up, because I thought it was going to be shitty. And, you know, I had this idea that, like, I don't know what they're doing, they're plugging something new a wall, like, what's making the noise? Is it the computer doing it? So I, I, never, I just ignored the whole genre. And when I started reading a bit about Jungle... I realized that it was people doing something very similar to Dancehall, which I was already really heavily into, just with an electronic element and drone-based stuff, so I I got this compilation uh, that I actually got a review copy when I was running for Uptown, and it was called uh, Rumble in the Jungle, it was a soul jazz compilation, and it's just all a lot of really early pioneering uh, UK ragga jungle, and I loved it, it it totally made sense to me that this is a way to remix, (laughs) going with a mixing theme, something I already already loved into a, a new genre and that kind of developed into a whole bunch of other things later on, like, you know, over the decades since. So, I'm just going to play a song from this. These are all really kind of iconic jungle songs. I don't know if you guys are into that stuff at all. Uh, you may have heard it even if you're not, because these are, you know, pretty big songs. But this is by General Levy. The song's called Incredible, and it's incredible.
8: Wicked. jungle is massive. Wicked. Wicked. jungle is massive. The original dancehall jungle is there General, leave you alongside the MV The world is in trouble I won't be telling a murderer It goes, I am the incre- incre- Incredible, incredible, about gender right Sensei and Shandang with the coming Incredible, incredible, incredible gender Selected it, let Yo, Maddie, will of them Booyaka, Booyaka, from the Dance Booyaka, Booyaka, we not take part, no Buya Booyaka, Booyaka Incredible Mr. Lee B. Pandey, my day
3: with future kids and that was general levy and incredible and yeah like i was saying that's from that compilation i got rumble in the jungle which kind of really introduced me to a lot of this stuff and in general i like um a lot of hip-hop and hip-hop influence things from the uk more than I like north american stuff um i know that might be strange for someone wearing a wu-tang shirt right now <laughs> <laughs> but like I, I really uh there's something about it i mean well the thing about it is clearly that they that a lot of the people who are doing it in in england are of Caribbean background, so there's a lot of dancehall influence in it anyway, and so this kind of stuff is like sort of what happened to reggae. I mean, in the states, reggae sort of morphed into hip hop, but with all the American influences, and then over there, it morphed in more into electronic and dance music, which is kind of where this comes from. It's you know, it's like a weird culture clash, culture mix, if you want to use the mixing thing. And yeah. it. <laughs> so it's cool. I mean, it's not a genre I'm super deep into, but there's a few guys that I really like. And this song is just, you know, it's one of those... You were saying when we were listening to it's in a movie soundtrack. and Yeah. It's yeah. One of, I don't know if you guys have heard it before, but it's one of those ones that kind of pops up more often than, than a lot of others in the genre. So When it
4: comes to Raga, I mean, uh, you don't get a lot of variety. I've I found if you like Raga, you like it because it's all of somewhat of a similar sound. Well, it's kind of like a
3: propulsive double-time beat is sort yeah. of the thing for mm-hmm. Raga Jungle, right? So, but, I mean, there's so much... I mean, I think there's probably like seven or eight different kinds of jungle. I mean, I like this because it's the dancehall influence, and that's kind of what I'm already into. But uh, the electronic music is something I really don't even have much of a grasp of. But, like, if it's related to reggae, I get it, but <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, I'm just bad. like, I don't know what this is. So, yeah. Anyway, that was. Uh, that was I never cool. heard it.
0: So, no, I enjoyed you. it. It's good. Yeah.
3: What? Good Good. Okay. Like that's the beauty of this show
2: it. is that like these themes are just so random that yeah. it brings out like we get weird stuff like yeah people take weird <laughs> things, which is it's nice,
3: right? It's like. Uh, I've been introduced to a lot of stuff just from people suggesting it on the show, and say, like, oh, cool, this is a like band I, I didn't even know existed. Like,
4: background stories I never thought would have actually been a thing. Yeah. yeah. Or or the unlikely picks of, of past guests, where I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm sitting down with somebody who, you know, the only thing I know about them is that they play folk. Yeah. And they're like, oh, okay, so here's the propaganda. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah,
3: yeah, <laughs> the last week, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's cool, it's cool. So, um... Oh, I had a question for you guys, but I left it. But anyway, <laughs> um, so how has the sound changed? I mean, I think that the two guys who left the band... listen On the way here, I was listening to the record again, the first EP, mm. and there's definitely a distinctive vocal sound and a distinctive guitar sound. And how has that changed with the two of you kind of taking over those roles? Um, I mean, what is this... Are you trying to sort of... Were you at first trying to sort of stick to the sound that had been created by the other members who left, nice. or or what... That's a great question. But yeah. So
6: when I, you know, Nick kind of said that when I when I first showed up, I was like, man, I just want to play guitar. Yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> yeah. Because I don't. I didn't. I don't like really play like that. So I kind of feel like we compromised a little bit because there was I, I I play a little tester amp which we were having fun, but I play a, a Telecaster out of like a big Blackstar amp, right. which is kind of kind of dirty sounding and the, which is like,
3: not at all what the older stuff no, sounded like. Right. Yeah. yeah so it's yeah. very kind of sparse and clean and yeah, reverby and I don't know if that's a good description oh, he, of it, but had, yeah. yeah,
6: yeah, he had a wicked pedal board. Yeah, did so yeah. all sorts of stuff that you could do. Whereas I'm kind of like loud louder and, and <laughs> <an artist. laughs> uh, So I know I went and got, uh, yeah, I went and got like a delay and a looping pedal so that I could kind of at least make it sound more like okay. the, the way it started. It was...
2: Which I didn't ever ask of you though. No, you, didn't. No, <laughs> I you did. I was just like,
6: did. I want you I to come in and do what you do. Yeah, because it, it was fun for me though, man. Like I don't, i yeah. never wasn't like putting you on the spot but literally like
2: (laughs) they they walked out of this basement took their PA and their guitars and stuff and left and I looked at Ian and I was like so we need louder guitars (laughs) (laughs) it was was like they had not even like pulled out of the driveway (laughs) and uh but yeah so
3: yeah we played with a few different guitar players but Paul's just
2: Paul's just one of my best good buddies so it's yeah. a better fit. But
3: how has it progressed, I guess, since then? I mean, you know, you obviously at the start you're trying to kind of sound like what was already there, but how has it changed? Uh, I mean, especially with the you know like the synthesizer and stuff. Yeah. There. Like, what's... What is it now that well, maybe people might not have expected that they want to have their old stuff? Yeah, fair
0: like, I think... I know when I came into it, Nick was like, two things. He was like, I want it, like, dirtier, and I want female vocals. So, um, I think we've done that. And also, like, having been an outsider and listening to the first EP, um, I think, I, I feel, as a listener listening to it, the vocals are very much, like, in, in the mix. Like, they're not on top of it. So they're always, like, the vocals are, like, an instrument within the mixture. Whereas I think probably with our new stuff... Might feature more prominently, like on top of it. Okay. You know, like. It's a song by song. I yeah, say, like it really but... depends. Like we, I think, also with that EP is very much like uh thematically or like sonically the same. Yeah. Like yeah. It, it flowed, but I think ours is just because we were trying new things and different songwriters and different. We're just playing around with stuff that. Uh, more genres in there for sure.
6: Yeah, There's it's like, very different. Country, yeah, cool. just a little bit of, I wouldn't call it reggae, but you know, I was playing around with that. Okay. With the delay effects. Right, and right. right. I there. will say
2: that someone advised against me playing with my distortion pedals on my bass guitar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now I play with my Big Muff and my other awesome. things. On awesome. my, so, yeah, there's you all put, sorts you, of... You turn it to 11. <laughs> you turn put it in an H. H. Yeah. I put it in H. <laughs>
6: <laughs> that was the
3: theme of the, of the record. Was... Yeah, it's one of my favorite Simpsons episodes. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it more aggressive, though? I mean, or is it just, like, I mean, is the general sound... Because, I mean, the, 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 ba- the rhythm section, the two of you who are still in the band, it's pretty persistent. On the old stuff like it's kind of the other two are sort of more floating around a bit like yeah. atmospheric and then you two are pretty like locked in well yeah
2: like i like ian is he's such a good drummer that he can do everything where he can just keep a plain pop okay. beat and he knows when to go big and when to keep it consistent and i'm a very like i got to be a much better bass player like playing with these guys over the last year or two and it's been uh you know but i still am very simple in what i can do right. so i'm not gonna i don't know i don't know any Big bass players, so <laughs> I'm not going to muck around like someone who's showing off, I guess is what I'm saying. But I would say, yeah, you know
6: what, it's, it's a little more aggressive, and it's, there's, not that it's crazy, uh, very, like, but some of the songs themselves have some, have some interesting stops, okay. different time signatures,
2: and there's also and it's like, not,
6: it's not like, cause I'm, I write pretty simple stuff at the end of the day, but, but it, it is, yeah, it's, it's but more, then there's really like even prettier stuff too. There, there is. There's kind
2: of, yeah. and that's the beauty of like again the four voices really yeah. collaborating and so because it wasn't it wasn't much of a collaborative band before, and now it's like.
0: I think it's just probably more diverse. Yeah, as, as yeah. the sound yeah. from song to song, uh, and more of like a which yeah. complete album. Yeah, yeah. So
2: like something is, for everyone. It literally is everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's like there's like acoustic, you know, ditties with. Kaylee singing and Paul singing back up, and then there's big dumb rockers and
3: <laughs> pop songs. Cool. And, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Is what? there is there room to do more because you have, I mean, because before it was, you had a standalone vocalist, right? I mean, now yeah. you have both singers are playing instruments. Does that, having an extra instrument in the mix, does that kind of add the complexity of it all, or? Well, I don't know. Kaylee, you're playing the extra instrument. Did, I mean, does it sound fuller? Does it, what, what does that do to it does so. the sound like that you that,
0: I think just because the, the capacity of the Moog to have so many different sounds, yeah, that it I mean. really changes depending what setting I have it on. So okay. um,
6: It complements in different ways on different songs. Yeah, so and it definitely... in different ways, like just to answer the right? Yeah, yeah it, is. It, it
0: fills in those spaces cool. in between because a lot of sustained notes that are just underneath supporting whatever is going on in the guitar and bass, so... Yeah, it's 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 like a full a full sound.
2: Yeah. And the beauty of the Moog synthesizer is that it's an analog instrument, right? right. Like it's every sound it's making is is a new sound that it maybe hasn't been made depending on the oscillator and the right, setting right. and stuff. It's so crazy. yeah, it's and cool. so just watching her play around with it each week and like getting <laughs> to hear what sounds come out of it and you know, we I don't know if we've ever played the same song twice the same way. But That's
6: yeah, depending on how hard you hit those keys, yeah, oh, right. Right? it literally sounds different. That yeah, is cool. And, yeah, and, and right.
2: if she's like Emily Haynesing it and like really grooving, or if she's like <laughs> just sitting on the floor because she's like just come from soccer practice or something, <laughs> yeah, it's it's a totally different thing each time, but it's it's consistent too. I don't know,
6: cool. It, just, yeah, it adds an electronic element, I guess. Well, yeah, for know, that for bit, sure. Yeah, yeah, it's something, yeah, It's definitely new for me. It's something like I never.
2: I think there was some Korg yeah. on the EP, but it wasn't part of the live setup. Okay, and now their synthesizer in the live show and I think it's yeah it's just bigger it's it's more fun live anyway I think it brings like more of a dancey element to it cool yeah. and
0: I think it makes it um having something to like focus on other than just like standing there and singing makes it easier for me because I can kind of like hide behind it right. like I have that to focus on so um I don't think I would ever want to be just a just a standalone singer this way it's like, yeah, it gives me something to do. Well, I guess the It'd first you're not singing to where you
3: still, you're still adding yeah. to the song, yeah? Yeah. Does anyone have a mixing song they want to go to?
2: I'll do mine. Jeez. so, excited to <laughs> so <laughs> <fun>. <laughs> 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 I guess I'll play a song. Yeah. Just so there's no dead air, I'll yeah. play a song. Um, <laughs> yeah. This one. It's uh, so off our new album. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is from a band called dog day which is a husband and wife duo that is sometimes a band but is sometimes a duo they're from nova scotia okay and um it's on their or it's off their record deformer and it's called part girl and i don't know i i don't think we sound like dog day but i i'd like i i I think that it's cool when there's like really kind of monotone not muted but like basic boy girl vocals together and it's uh it's really lo-fi and i think that this is also like a diy screen printed cool sleeve and stuff like that but yeah i think i i was really i was working very hard within the theme to find a band that that had the same ethics as as our band not that we're anywhere near as good as dog day but um
3: yeah. so is the mixing just in the the two voices mixing? uh is well it?
2: the song is called part girl okay so, so. You know, if you're part girl, then maybe you're, you're part also something. part boy. Right. And mixing something. But that's my logic behind that one. <laughs>
3: that was Dog Day and yeah it was. Uh, I can see how that might be sort of a similar vibe to, to what you guys it's do. more aesthetic yeah thing, yeah like, I would say like
2: I modeled this band after Sonic Youth but we sound nothing like not Sonic not even close Youth. <laughs> <laughs> but just like the name and the look right the, future kids yeah yeah Sonic the, Youth. The, the male females back and forth vocally and...
3: oh well, that's new for you guys though right that's not like we're yeah, about, yeah. yeah
2: it's slowly when I have my it's way then we'll up. eventually sound like
3: like Sonic like Youth, yeah, <laughs> it's just gonna slowly get more and more like weird and aggressive and yeah.
6: he yeah. Hey Sonic like Youth actually has a reggae reference though. I know Big Youth, yeah. Right, big youth. Yeah, 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 And Lee Ronaldo's
2: on the cover of our EP actually. Is he? Well, it's that's, that's a blurred image of okay. Lee Ronaldo yeah. when he played here. It's a very blurred image. Yes, right? it's, it's a very <laughs> blurred, <laughs> image. indistinguishable image. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's him. <them. laughs> I would not have done that. That's I mean,
3: it's interesting yeah, when he did his like new music festival show. Okay, right? yeah, yeah. 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 Were you at that show? Yeah. Was it good?
2: Yeah, it was insane. I bet it was He, like, strung a guitar to the ceiling and spun oh. it around and beat nice. the shit out of it while Greg Hanick from Field banged on pots and pans. Wow. Like, it was...
3: And that guy, like, I like how someone at that age is still doing that shit. Like, it's pretty cool. Like, I mean, how old is he? Like, 50-something at this point? He's in his 50s. Yeah. Easy, yeah. yeah. It's pretty awesome. He put out
6: a, Yeah, he put out a new record not so long ago. Okay. I can't remember what it was called. I bought it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I feel like those guys have so many weird projects that it's impossible to. It's hard to keep up with all of I mean, It's even hard enough to keep up with all their own, the actual Sony Youth albums, because all these weird things floating around. Yeah, the SYR7, yeah, yeah, ambient like, a, Yoko yeah. Ono album. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I, mean, I have a few tapes. It's <laughs> yeah. about it, a couple CDs, it's <laughs> about it, yeah. But, yeah, it's a cool band for sure. So, what, uh, I mean, what do you call the style of music you're doing right now? Do you have a. Like, is there a, a genre. And that's the worst thing to ask bands, too. <laughs> what, what, what genre are you? Because no one wants to pigeonhole themselves, right? But, I mean, because you've changed so much. From record one to record two, like how do, you, how do you define it to someone who wants to know what it is? Paul, is there a way to? <laughs> <play>? <laughs> I'd
6: say yeah, I'd still say it's kind of rockish, but it's that's it's, very it's, vague. Though, right? it's, yeah. Yeah. it's very it's very vague. Yeah, it's kind of maybe an, like if you were in MySpace
2: indie. right now, what would you? Whether the three <laughs> well, <laughs> indie indie pop subcategory, right, right. yeah. 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 sub lofi slash no. Um, it's no funny because. It's less shoegazy. Than, right, like, and shoegazy uh, was kind of the tag yeah, was, we went with the old stuff, right, a little yeah. bit? Like, yeah. the, there was a blog that shared our new song last week, and they said, like, if you like Wilco and Jenny Lewis, That's which I'll, I'll take that. Yeah. All you time. guys are cool with that? Like, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, I think that, like, because there's a, like, Paul brings in, like, a little bit of twang with some of the songs that he wrote. Okay. And so there is, like, there is kind of, like, a Wilco element to it, I would say, and, like, yeah. early Wilco, anyway. But when that new Wilco record came out, Star Wars this year, we're, a great title. like I was in the it's middle great. of like mixing and I was just like, oh man, we got to more like Star Wars and oh, yeah. bring in more fuzz and stuff. But I don't know, Kaylee, what do you think? I
0: don't know, like what song, right? Like yeah. I don't know. I I say like noise pop because like our songs are pretty catchy and they're they're poppy. They are poppy, but they're noisy. So we have
6: to we have to own that.
0: Like right, I don't right, know. Admit yeah. to the pop element. Yeah. It's yeah. really hard. I hate when people ask me. I, know, like, so I it's, I'm sorry to ask it. It's the worst question, but it's like, like, super okay to I ask I pressed some keys. It. It's, yeah.
6: it's even
3: funnier that we're like, eh, I,
0: I don't know, because we've <laughs> never like, talked it about it. But it's <laughs> what
3: people want to know, right? Yeah. The, the, honestly, the main reason I ask this is because on the page where I list all the episodes, I describe okay. the band very briefly. <laughs> so, and this is for my own... Super confused yeah. about what yeah. they yeah. sound sort of like. Some band, local. <laughs> Not
0: even sure what yeah. instruments yeah.
3: they
4: play. So I'm just going to point this out as I'm looking at this uh, dog day case. Uh, I'm looking at the track listing, and there's a song just straight up called I Want to Mix. <laughs> um,
3: and you can pick that one. So,
4: so I got to say, <laughs> it feels to me like you are like, shit, right, they got I Want to Mix. And you're like, oh, but I really prefer part girl. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, Fuck it, I'm going to just lie and say, listen, part girl, it's because it's a girl and boy.
2: I like it. That's hilarious.
3: I was going to say that for like an Easter egg for the kids at home. But, uh... You said like one guy listening to this yelling at you, like, "What are you doing?" Yeah.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Seth Smith Calling himself in. is listening yeah. to this podcast. Like, yeah.
3: That is really funny. Yeah. <laughs> you could have even just mentioned that and said, "I actually like this song better," but there is a mix reference. And... But that's the good thing. There's no wrong answers, right? Like, so. Yeah. I actually like when people take weird. That wasn't even that weird of a tangent to go on the song thing, but. Sometimes we get some good ones. I don't know. You tend to do some weird ones.
4: Well, I usually call it in. I'm at work Monday afternoon searching on the internet. (laughs) (laughs) I know I like music. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me what I like, internet. Google music. (laughs) This guy again. I, I
3: do think a lot of people do that, though. I think a lot of people that we have on the show... You can kind of tell they've gone to YouTube typed in the word like 10 minutes before or at the time we're here. They're just yeah, yeah. <laughs> their on their phone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But no, like you said before, it does bring up interesting like choices of what people... Mm-hmm. I mean, like, the example I always use, because I really think it's funny, is we had a cult hand on and their theme was Nutrition. And it was just like the <laughs> best combination of band, like Doom Metal and Nutrition. <laughs> it was perfect. And they picked some really weird shit. And it was like... Uh, it, it was a nice... Uh, I mean, mixing and Future Kids, I don't know if there's such a... It's not like a you know apples and oranges thing, but yeah, it's cool. So, uh, who hasn't picked a song yet? You haven't picked one, and uh, you. Have I think one. Team Sockless has yet. Team Sockless, <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right.
4: Would you care to?
0: Sure. Okay, so I picked a song from the Death From Above nineteen seventy nine remix album. Uh, nice remix. Uh, Bl- romance, bloody romance. Remix is right in there. And my favorite song, I chose um, the Josh. Tommy wrote remix of Black History Month. Josh Holm. Holm. I hate yeah. the way that guy pronounces
3: his name. I know it's just not right. <laughs> I'll tell you something. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, so
0: um, so I chose it because remix. The song was remixed, and because these guys in this band do not mix very well anymore, uh, Sebastian and and Jesse. So there's a like unmixing thing like oil and water don't mix so that was my choice
9: And do the tones, a nice place for middle lives and crossing guards and on
1: and on.
9: and love do and
1: Time when this pool was a great place for water wings and cannonballs, a nice place for astrologists and blow dogs, and on and on and on and on.
3: That was cool, actually. I, I like that. It was, I, this is like I, this is a band that I never really. They've been played on the show a few times on, on this show, and uh, every time I hear it, I like it. But I don't know. I I, I think I just missed them yeah. when they first became a thing, and then I have no entry point at this point. It's just like yeah, I know what you're I've seen the album. I mean, that album cover looks very familiar, and all of their album covers look familiar. It's like oh yeah, that band, right? And then I I don't know. For me,
2: it's like film school. That was the record. Oh yeah, like that yeah. and the Wolf Parade record. It came out at that time it was like that was what me and my friends got drunk and made out with each other too. Like yeah. So it was Yeah. Being
0: eighteen. <laughs> yeah. Working at yeah, HMV. Yeah. End of high school. That's yeah. The wedge. Yeah. That's, yeah. Definitely, <laughs> the wedge. that's where I found all my music was the wedge. And then I would go and buy it, like I don't, I'm too lazy to find music now, so I don't listen to anything. <laughs> I went from like listening to super like obscure stuff to like listening to top 40 on the radio. God, I've even started listening to country. What's wrong with
4: me?
3: Hey, country could be great. Country can, can be great. Yeah, I'm
0: talking like QX 104. Okay, one. oh. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, like the button I can reach when I'm driving and right, right. not
4: look. I walk down the street now with my headphones on, but playing nothing so that people don't talk to me. <laughs> yeah, right, right, and I don't right. have to do work hear anything. Yeah, yeah it's, a good, uh, it's a good time for all.
0: I'm like too lazy to search for some new
3: music but I don't want
4: anyone
0: to talk
3: to me so no. it works it works Here we go. people well some people don't some people don't they, they don't care that you have headphones on that's the oh, yeah that's always the
4: worst <laughs> Is that, what
0: and then they're like you can't hear anything when you take
4: it off yeah. no no I like paused it
3: <laughs> well like in the early 2000s I after I finished college I worked for a paper in Manitoba and once every I didn't have a car so I mean they had a car that I, I used out there it was like the company car but I, it was, you know, three and a half hours away and uh, more on the Greyhound bus. So I had to take the bus home. And I would come back to Winnipeg as often as possible because the town I was in had, like, one stoplight. And there was nothing. It was all old people because all the young people escaped as soon as possible. So, so I was, like, 19 and I'm sitting here. So I, I would always take the Greyhound back and forth to, to and from Winnipeg as often as I could. And that was one of the techniques, to avoid people sitting next to you. Because you're there for hours, right? And you don't want someone to sit next to you. Yeah. Because they're going to yeah. ruin your, you know... You can't relax the brain <laughs> right anyway, but they're going to talk to you, and I don't want to talk to anybody. So I would have headphones on. If that didn't work, then my next step would be to put my backpack on the seat beside me and be rummaging through it whenever anyone walked past. <laughs> and, like, hopefully they would just keep moving instead of interrupting me because I got headphones on and I'm rummaging. And then if that didn't work and I saw people filling up, I would pretend to be really sick, so every time I would walk by, I would just be like coughing and, and blowing my nose and like, you know, without covering my mouth and stuff, just to look really gross, and then if it was filling up even more and that didn't work, my last ditch attempt to keep a seat to myself would just be to lie down and close my eyes until I felt the bus moving again. <laughs> but yeah, headphones was the first, definitely the yeah. first step, it's like, oh, you know, didn't work always, always some weird drunk person getting on a portage or something would, you know, be stuck next to me and I'd have 45 minutes of that, but
4: ruin the tail end of that ride. Yeah, yeah, good times.
3: Sure. But I did see uh, Wild Wild West about thirty times because they played it on the what? bus. It was like see? over and over again. Like I was at the point where I, I hated myself for it, but I could recite the lines with the movie. Every every cloud has a
4: silver lining. It, it kills yeah,
3: time, right? And it's like a two hour movie, and it's like a you know by the time you stop all these little towns, it's like a five hour bus ride. So every single time I'd be like, okay, well I have to watch. I hate this movie so much, and I, I knew I knew the dialogue. You start crying as you're yeah. watching it. <laughs> yeah, I can't I can't watch it now. I can't go anywhere near Will Smith in anything. So am I the True only bad. one here who
4: doesn't hate that movie? I thought it was brilliant. I've seen it Thirty times. It's not. It's not something to like. Which yeah. one was that? Um, I'm gonna assume Mechanical
3: Spiders. Will Smith. Mm-hmm.
4: Well, wow, Smith, Wild I West. knew. Drag. Yeah, I I knew he raps. He raps yeah. in it, right? It was when he was so wrapped in his
2: in his movies. in his movies. Yes, his yes, movies. yes, yes. Yeah. West. Yeah. Cartman really enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I did. So, Salma Hayek was in it. Yeah, she was. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes.
3: And actually, the edited version, uh, it was on the edited version. So all the swearing is cut out, and the Salma Hayek nude scene is cut out as <laughs> that's well. How you want and to and watch it was very movies. jumpy too. So you 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 know something's missing, but you don't know what because I, I guess they want to make sure the bus you know bus ridership is all ages. And that was a ridiculous story. And it's <laughs> <That laughs> <is laughs> documented forever. But anyway, yeah, headphones and buses and these guys. And... <laughs> I don't even know where this is going. But,
4: uh. <laughs> we should talk about what we sound like again.
3: Yeah! We broke that pop? Yeah. Okay, no, but I mean, I think I asked you this last time too, but the two of you weren't here uh, on, the, on the show, obviously. But is there someone that you all agree on as. as uh, like I hate their influence because I mean it's people influence people different ways but is there kind of a common ground that the four of you find musically is there certain bands that you all sort of like yeah this is something that we're, we're really into this is something that kind of makes us want to make music or is it all pretty diverse between I love Wilco yeah I
2: think Wilco's kind of our Kaylee's you like Wilco yeah right? yes yeah. I do like Wilco I don't know if Ian's <laughs> ever heard Wilco but, um, but he and Glenn Koch probably have a lot in common as drummers but yeah, I think Wilco overall is probably the... I mean, we're not Jeff Tweedy as songwriters, but because no. he's a genius. But,
3: uh, um, I don't know. Does that... Do you think that bleeds through any music at all? Like, does, does Wilco influence... Can people pick it out, or is um, something you guys just sort of hear, or...?
6: I think I... Well, left on my own devices, like the stuff I write always is kind of a little bit country and kind of folky. Right, right. And then when we kind of start playing it together, I, I would like to think that you can, because it'll, like, you know, there's three or four chord songs. And right. The, you know, themes are kind of there. and yeah. yeah. There's a lot of breaks. nostalgia in our... Like, yeah, I write about nostalgic
2: kinda... pop culture stuff. Paul writes about a lot of nostalgia stuff. Okay. Kaylee writes about being an angry young woman. <laughs> you seem angry,
4: i got to say. Right? Yeah. For someone with no socks on, you can yell at I don't
3: know if it comes through on the recording.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have a lot of songs about the show Mad Men. yes uh, we have three songs about Mad Men (laughs) now is that another Will
4: Smith what's this Mad Men (laughs) it was a a television program Will
3: Smith and Mad Men that would be great (laughs) change the whole tone he would work for a rival agency yeah yeah yeah. and you'd be rapping that would be great
2: (laughs) (laughs) based on how Mad Men goes that Will Smith would be like the elevator operator yeah he would (laughs) the rapping elevator operator
3: (laughs) (laughs) Will Smith if you're listening to this is yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but aside from Wilco, I mean, is that, uh, that, 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 that that's um, not a bad thing to be influenced by? If you get a pick one, right? But yeah. is there anyone else that you kind of all sort of agree on, or maybe like in a very like maybe Joy Division? But yeah, okay. I was
0: literally just gonna say that. Yeah. Just because because of the synth sound.
2: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like that later Joy Division, early New Order, like the first New Order record when they were still
3: essentially Joy Division. Right. Yeah. But with just with a dead singer. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah. Love you. But yeah, there
2: was like this, <laughs> like Paul texted me like one demo that was like yeah this is my this one's very Joy Divisiony you okay. know and it's like so in That's the kinda, roots it starts out it's, it's,
6: yeah it's really it's a wicked question because I guess it's kind of how we it's what the music we were talking
2: about when we were writing songs it's a perfect example yeah it was like because it, it's we we didn't get a lot of like. Like there was a, like maybe one day where Paul and I were like sitting down together, like, let's work on some songs at like bass and guitar level. Right. And it was yeah. just like we talked about Wilco and maybe Joy Division and The Eels. And the Eels. Okay. The Eels okay. are actually a very big influence, I would say. And that's something that I like E a lot. Yeah. He's a songwriter.
6: He's a, he's a, really, he really, really is. He's a, and yeah. it's a very sad bastard. Yeah, totally. Yeah, every time
3: I read anything about him, it's like, oh no. Yeah, it's like, oh, <laughs> it's, it's, are you okay This is worse than the last thing I read about like, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, he's got like this biography or autobiography where it's just like, I married a woman. She told me I was ugly. <laughs> like, he's just so sad. But yeah, I mean, that's a band that we've always liked. <laughs> or, I don't know if you actually like them, Kaylee, <laughs> I Yes, I own okay.
0: a couple of his albums. I just
2: remember like making you watch the Eels of Strings documentary with me when it came out, and I don't know. I think you liked
0: it. I'm sure I did. (laughs) I've watched a lot of stuff with you.
2: I think that's something
3: that happens with Banzo, too, is, like, if enough members are kind of into one sound, it sort of comes out and everyone kind of pinpoints it. Oh yeah, you guys sound like this. And there's one person like in the back, like, I don't know what I mean. I <laughs> even you know what this is. Well, and Eels are a good example of like, that's a band that reinvents
2: itself with every record and every tour. Right. And it's like, I've seen them live twice and once was on the With Strings tour and once was like, now we're a rock band that wears suits and has beards and sunglasses. Right, right. And like, yeah, like it's, it's really... Personal, but very songwritery or uh, like storytellery songs, and I think that uh, that we have some elements of that maybe. Cool. Yeah, there's
6: for for me anyway. It's always specific albums like Electroshock Blues or Mm -hmm. El Hombre Lobo. Mm -hmm. Because just to your point, right? There's some albums out there where I'm like.
2: (laughs) 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 Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Paul just blew blew his brains out.
3: (laughs) Well, Ryan,
4: you had a, a song with the mixing... Uh... Well, yeah, I uh, my my head first went to DJing, because, uh, again, phoning it in. Uh, so this entire time we've been sitting here, I've been bouncing through ideas over and over. Um, Is there a Smith song yet? I, see, I was trying to think of a Jazz Jeff song, right. but I don't know if he's actually putting up songs anymore, just doing mixes. So uh, I'm going to stick with my original one. Okay. Uh, DJ Vadim, who was born somewhere in Russia, I want to say Stalingrad? When oh. it was still that? Now it's what, St. Petersburg? Anyway, <laughs> then to, to London, the now I believe New York. Um, and this track features Big Red,
10: and it's called Kill, Kill, Kill by DJ Vadim. DJ Vadim, Big Red, on pure combinaison. Long, 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 a Paris, de l'Angleterre, a la France. Respect maximum Red. large. Red. Mm-hmm. 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 Je te dis, je te dis, encevez. Je te ce qui me passe, passe par la tête. Je crois que tout le monde peut me la mettre. Est-ce qu'une jeune swing devenue paranormée, c'est net Comme un libanète, trouve le bon bête. Enfermé, cabotonné, camisolé, emprisonné, empoisonné, bien affiché, bien enroulé, des mystiques. Alcoolisé, métallisé, dévalisé, bonne analyse, analyse et bien réalisé. Bien avisé, bien balisé, bien avisé. Je devine qu'il est con, démonvisé. Je devine qu'il est caméra bon visé, ça c'est le bon visé. Ce n'est même pas la peine de demander qu'un appartement naissant. Quand tu parles avec un accent, bim, on te descend. Si jamais tu as le malheur de le ramener qu'un peu trop vite, tu redescends. A niveau systématiquement bon, je te direct à ton rang juste pour ce sont méchants de manuel du mec méfiant. Jarrette, à le d'amour rouge de la main, c'est chaud. Kill, kill, kill. tout le monde c'est le game over Rock the fuck, the of of, the 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 me oh oh well excuse me. No, Tout le temps le Tout le temps avoir un dans le neck. attention avec qui je parle, tout le temps faire attention avec qui je marche, tout le temps faire attention avec je bosse, tout le temps faire attention avec je vais ainsi comme mon de ce dont je me là FFTT, to FUCK, FUCK, WALVU, FUCK, you FUCK, À Tous les politiciens à genoux Le premier ministre à genoux Coupable de sinistre à genoux Tous ces putains fascistes à genoux Mais à tout niquer alors nique Avant que cette merde retombe sur nous Antique le verbe de Ninjutsu Je fume de l'herbe de shit c'est tout C'est la foulag devant les toxes partout Peux-tu supporter des billes dans le flou L'hypocrisie des gens me rend fou T'as des bigger beds both of one one two Kill 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 Madame pour tout le monde c'est le game over Fuck the fuck MCD Gen Select Center T'es big the bonab center Madame Amoda Kill kill Balance tes missiles c'est... Visez bien dans le mille, Kill, 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 Madame la Muda tout le monde, c'est l'un game ouvre On te game, c'est des chances, c'est l'un temps Dans les bigames, on est pas dans Kill, kill Visez bien dans le Balance tes missiles, sire Détruisez la oui. ville, oui. ville, ville
7: Oh, oh, well, excuse me, Mr.
10: because everybody hears it differently some people just put, put put the song on they hear the song and they like the song the song the song they hear the melody they hear what I, what the artist is saying um, um, somebody else digs the guitar someone else digs this someone else you know you know breaks, breaks it down there's all the different parts part. some people just hear the, the song, song, song the song you can't, you can't let the production take over the song it's I, about the song I, you know, you could have all this great, incredible production that you think is so, so fascinating. But a lot of people, people don't. But hear a lot of people that. don't hear um, that. You know, you gotta don't. have your song first. You know, you gotta have your song first. That
3: was some Russian slash French slash European slash American. That was good. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. That's very yeah. cool. I I've like heard the name before, but yeah. I hadn't actually sure. heard. Uh... That was interesting. So, what? How did it fit the mix? Is it DJ mixing? Yeah, just yeah. yeah. I like the murder, murder, kill, kill part in the. Yeah. Wow. Was... Well i know and, yeah.
4: you enjoy murder and killing and no. yes <laughs> so that was cool,
3: yeah um no it was, that was a good pick That was uh definitely
4: this is the first time i got praise for pick on the show <laughs>
3: <laughs> no but it's been an interesting mix of stuff i think uh so far yeah on this i mean that's kind of the problem sometimes with with the, with the theme thing is usually it results in a lot of varied things but depending on who the guests are sometimes it can be just strictly whatever genre they play and it's which is, it's cool, but I mean, it's kind of like, okay, well, you really yeah. you didn't think any further than, like, you know, <laughs> your immediate influence and just grab a bunch of songs to them, but yeah, this is this has been a good one. Um, so we do have one more song we're going to play at the end of the show here, but before we do that, uh, we'd like to remind everyone where they can hear our show, where they can hear the guest music, and I mean, because you have a CD release show coming up too, uh, it's a good chance to plug that. So what's the best way for someone hearing you guys for the first time on here well. to find out more about you and, and hear your stuff?
2: Just about everything on the internet is branded as Future Kids band. So, is there another Future Kids? There, there was like a dance pop oh, really? from Sweden, like battle, battle dance pop. I don't know, man. They, they fight an octopus in their video. Really? Like, it. like <laughs> fuck
3: <laughs> you guys! step up a bit. I
2: mean. yeah. <laughs> and they don't seem to be acting. <laughs> How do you? Are they defunct I, or are they still a thing? I think that one of the guys went solo and he's still doing stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I definitely follow their careers now. He and the octopus? have to. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so
3: you're not that future kids. you future kids. No, well. we're fe- and,
2: yeah, we're And there's also like a computer company or like a, oh, really? a kid's school company that is, I think it's defunct as well. But if That's they ever... That's weird to so
3: much stuff because it's not a like a generic name or anything. It's like... It's a...
2: No. I don't know. So yeah. on the Bandcamp machine. Yeah, on on Bandcamp and SoundCloud and Twitter and Instagram and like the official website. If people still use official websites, is just futurekidsband.wordpress.com. Okay. Um, and you can find all of our stuff. and there's like we, we try to make a lot of videos and stuff like that and made a cartoon video last year and yeah, other stuff. Was so check all that out and uh, yeah, our album release show for this is everything is on uh, November twenty first at the Windsor and uh you can check that out it's a great place to be
3: and after that where can people find the re- the cd digital whatever you want to Oh well, yeah
2: you can just you can find that on the old bandcamp okay future kids right. will be up there for eternity for eternity <laughs> yeah. um Have them all you know probably for free
3: will there be the uh, like albums in stores at all locally or yeah we'll
2: drop some off at the
6: trader so yeah, we'll we'll definitely press cuz we are yeah, we're going to we're going to cut these things ourselves with some gorilla glue. <laughs> <laughs> and MacGyver the first press and then yeah, maybe see how it goes and then
2: Yep.
3: Well, your other EP had the kind of cardboard thing going on with the cover which was cool. So it was very DIY.
2: Yep.
3: So oh. I gotten a little better at that.
2: So they that's look good. A little more good. like yeah.
3: a little more <laughs> Awesome. Okay, so yeah, people should definitely check out your show. They should uh look up your music. And is the, is the first uh, EP still available as well or is that kind Oh of yeah. A print that's that's
2: well, you know, I, I I can make you a copy if you want to visit the copy of it. Otherwise, yeah, go to (laughs) 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 DanCan. I love it how he burns it on a yeah, CD. Yeah, He's got yeah. a burner over there. Well, that's all, like really, and that's the thing well, too. It's is hand, that hand lettered too. It I really it's a copy that I have. Yeah. If you're if you're making a CD and you're getting them pressed, they're just replicating, and it's just yeah. a burned CD, and they're putting a, whatever image okay. on top of it, right? Yeah, totally. So it's not like anyone is getting like going to a factory and getting CDs made anymore. Yeah. Shut the it, front door. It's a it's <laughs> a minimum like five thousand press or something, right? Yeah. So I don't. So you I, might as well just burn it. Might normal, as well burn yeah. it on a white CD from yeah. Staples.
3: And can you even get those anymore? Blank CDs? Like, yeah. i never seen them. It was always DVDs. It's ever. a very a DVD. Small
4: show. CDs cost a lot of money now to buy blank. It's weird. DVDs is like pennies. Yeah, it's pretty The Future. I got really excited movie. about that. I don't know. <laughs> 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 All right, okay. I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> going to burn some DVDs. Let's go do it right now. <laughs>
3: you just throw them out the window. Yeah. <laughs> Here you this go. This cost me a penny. There you go, world. you <laughs> me that environment. There. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? When I was uh, like in a band in the late 90s um, we used to this was like when CD burning was a little more novel I guess and we used to uh, burn CDs of whatever you know we were record stuff on tape and then we would digitize it put it on a CD and very frequently it wouldn't work properly I don't know if you guys remember that from burnt yeah. CDs and so you get like half a song or whatever so we would just keep those write the band name on them and then throw them out at the shows so that probably the people <laughs> <laughs> get these things it be like you know 15 seconds of a song and then just <laughs> So it's pretty, it's pretty good, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's sort of, all these things. I mean, I'm sure no one has these anymore because this was a long time ago. This is like you know coming up on 20 years ago, is but yeah, it's uh, so hopefully someone still has one. And that's awesome. We made one kid's head bleed. Our keyboard player too smack right in the face. There you go. Just really sweet. We made one kid's head bleed. <laughs> that's, that's something, right? That's just like. Yes. Time. All right, okay. So,
10: <laughs> if
3: people want to hear more episodes of this show. Uh, go to WitchPolice.com. Click on Podcasts. All 150 whatever episodes are all there for free download and streaming. You can search it chronologically. You can see the artists by alphabetical order now. And it's all there. Um, you can also hear us on UMFM on Monday nights at 11. Those are older episodes that kind of get a second life. Um, hopefully, people, if they missed them the first time, even though you could download them whenever, you <laughs> still gets pumped up a little bit by being played on air. And we're really happy to be kind of involved with UMFM because they don't have to be playing our old shit. But <laughs> they do anyway. Uh, so it's really cool. And we're part of the Garbage Hill Podcast Network, which is... Um, something we like to encourage people to listen to. I mean, it's people doing this in basements or studios or whatever on different topics and all DIY. No one's making any money off it yet. Hopefully one day, <laughs> but, uh, it's like garbage, There's about 12 to 15 different shows now. And that's grown considerably. Like when we started doing this, when I was doing this in 2013, it was, I didn't know any other podcasts and now it's just like, it's crazy. It's exploding. So it's really cool. I mean, I, I encourage everyone who likes doing things to make a podcast about the things that I like to do because you just need a microphone and you know yeah. some minimal computer ability and you, there you go you're, you're making radio
4: anybody like pump up the volume when they're <laughs> <laughs> go right yeah That's now you can do it we're nothing but a cock ring we're gonna
3: end on one song actually so uh, when i was thinking about mixing the other thing i thought of i wish we had just ended on that but we do have to close on a song hard stop yeah 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 when i was thinking about mixing i was also thinking about cooking because you're mixing things in a cooking Mm. bowl right and there's this hilarious song there's this guy his name was sean He went by the rap name of Nomad, like K-N-O-W, Mad. And uh, he, in maybe 19... This is in Winnipeg. And maybe like 98 or so, 99, 2000, he sporadically played shows with our friend Rob Crooks. And he was part of a group in the late 90s with Rob and another guy called Optimus Rhyme, which was a really good name for a rap crew, right? And, And Sean has... A really good voice for rap, but I don't necessarily know if he has really good lyrics or flow or the other things that work, but he had a cool, very kind of commanding sort of voice. And for a while, he was really religious and he wrote some weird rap songs about Jesus and stuff, but he has this song called MC, which stands for Master Cook. And it's like about him talking about cooking and about how good he is at rapping, and like <laughs> it's just hilarious. And it, it's up on Witch Police. Like we have a two-song EP of his up on Witch Police, and uh, the first song is called "I'm My Own Greatest Fan," and the second song is <laughs> MC Master Cook. So I figure ending on Nomad's Master Cook would be a good way to close up the mixing theme. So right. here we go. Thank you, Future Kids, for having us. Thanks for uh, having us. Nice. And yeah, we'll see the listeners next week.
11: Flavor in A nerve in MC's tongue Identify that taste. Song, song, when the no food goes to waste. Basic cooked in pop, oh, with the added flavor. a like so spicy hot.